better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. A very common struggle among many self-employed physicians is the act of charging money. For many of us, Chinese medicine is not a first career. And for most of us, whatever careers we were in did not involve having to charge for our work. So when you started your practices, this was just, you know, one more area of uncharted territory that you had to navigate. And with that, for just about all of you, charging money for your work is met with a lot of stories and emotions. So I'll share just, you know, a small handful of some of the stories I've heard over the years. Um, there was one time someone was telling me that he was feeling burnt out and not making enough money. And he acknowledged that he charged the lowest in his area and knew that he could raise his prices, but quote, he didn't only want to treat rich people. Uh, another story, <laughs> one is one person was proclaiming that there should be one price for acupuncture that everyone charges across the whole country in the name of fairness. I've seen conversations about no-show fees, um, people saying that charging a no-show fee is unethical. Uh, this is something that I think will resonate with just about all of you. We've all been there. I want to raise my rates, but I'm afraid my patients will be mad or I will lose patients if I do so. Another story, I don't think my patients can afford to come more than once a week, or I don't think they can afford herbs even though they would benefit from them. And one more. I see this a lot. I practice in a rural slash poor area, so my patients can't afford to pay what I think it's worth. So those last two stories I mentioned are going to be the focus of today's episode. Making the assumption that your patients don't want or can't pay for your care. So one of our superpowers as humans, and I, you know, Superpowers. I think it's a superpower. One of our superpowers as humans and something that separates us from animals is our ability to make conscious and intentional decisions for ourselves. Now, I understand that by keeping your prices low, you're doing that from a place of protecting your patients. But I want you to get really curious here and try on a different perspective about this. What if, by doing that, you are hurting your patients? What if I told you that making assumptions actually hurts your patients? And you're asking, how does it hurt them? Assuming that a patient will not pay for you actually diminishes them because you're taking their superpower of decision-making away from them. 
You're making the decision for them. Now, people, adults, people can make their own decisions on what they find valuable. It's not your job to decide that for them. By deciding that for them is condescending and infantilizing. And if you're making a and you're making a lot of conclusions about their headspace. You're making a lot of conclusions about their headspace, about their values, and about their priorities. Just because someone makes a small amount of money, it doesn't mean that they don't have the want or the capability to direct their dollars to what they find valuable. You know, people who make smaller incomes actually tend to be the most resourceful because they have to be. And being resourceful, it's a skill. And people with less money tend to have that skill pretty honed. And they tend to have a much smaller list of priorities than people with a lot of money. You know, people with a lot of money, they prioritize things like travel, dinners out, date nights, uh, spa days, cars, clothing. And when you don't have as much money to play around with, your priority list becomes lean and mean. And usually this comes down to three things. The priorities are family, health, and their job. So I want to share a story. Uh, Recently, I went to a dentist. I've been to a dentist since before COVID. So I went to a new dentist to establish a new patient relationship. And we live in a pretty rural area of Vermont. And I went to this dentist. He doesn't take insurance. He has a great reputation. To establish a patient relationship, I had to go through an initial consult. And this new patient consult costs $395. So, and it does not include a cleaning. So I went and... He did his assessment, did some x-rays, did a very thorough assessment of my teeth. Pretty much took a photo of every single tooth in my mouth. And then at the end, sat me down in front of the computer and we went tooth by tooth. And he told me what he was seeing and how things were going. And it was phenomenal. So that cost $395. And then cleanings are $150. Again, Rural Vermont doesn't take any insurance. And the thing that he said to me that was that really uh, that really struck me. He said to me, you know, it's actually really nice to get a patient like you every once in a while, because around here we don't really get to see, you know, a nice set of teeth like this. And so what he was saying is that. Around this area, this rural part of Vermont, where people don't make a whole lot of money, he doesn't see a lot of people with all of their teeth. So this is what I'm talking about. This is where I'm living. And so, you know, he could have opened his practice somewhere else where the median income is higher, but he didn't. You know, this is this is where he's from. And so he wanted to open a practice here. And... He also didn't lower his fees and make the assumption that people won't pay them. So when you're in this place where you're feeling this discomfort about charging someone without having ever making the ask, 
that discomfort is stemming from your own beliefs and not the patient's. Until the patient point blank tells you with their own words that they cannot afford you, then what's really going on here is that you are projecting your own money beliefs. And you're projecting your beliefs under the guise of altruism or protecting the patient. So to wrap this up, I want to leave you with this action step for you to to do when you shut off this podcast. Imagine yourself going to every one of your current and past patients and telling them, so this is really what I want to charge and what I think this is worth, but I assumed you couldn't afford it, so I charged you this amount instead. What kind of responses or reactions do you think you would get? What if someone told that to you? How would you react? Thanks for listening, and thank you for exploring some different perspectives. See you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.